welcome back, folks. We're here today, another show, another day, another dollar. What's up, Walt? How you doing, man? Nah, man, good. Happy Sunday. Happy, Happy Sunday. July, man. Oof. July. is gone, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Uh. And for payroll folks, right, it just feels like it moves in quarters for yeah. when we went. And it's just nuts, man. The time, the it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's time is flying. Time is, yeah. but that also tells us that time is of the essence. Yeah, time is flying sure. by. Life is flying by. Yep. Make your move now. Do yep. what you gotta do now. <laughs> word, word up. I think, yeah, and that's yeah. what I think about every time with, with, with time. Something I want to share some stuff with you guys. Recently, I've been like, bro. You already know I'm not even gonna play silly or whatever. I'm, I think I'm at burnout point. You know what I mean? And yep. it's happened before in my career. You just crash and burn, and it yep. is what it is. I think I'm uh, one of the things that I think I do well is pick myself back up from that burnout. Um, yep. And but it is what it is, right? You got to go through the process. It's, it's like, how do we say when something traumatic happens to us in life? You know, yeah, yeah. it's okay to have a pity party for a day or so, and it's okay to go through that motions. But you got to get the, got to get yourself out of that. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. gotta. With this poem, can't see it that good. It's "If" by Roger Kimplick. I don't know if anybody's caught that on my. Um, it's hard to see, but I have a tattoo. Me and my daughter share a tattoo. If I had dedicated this poem to her when she graduated high school, mm-hmm. um, it's a great poem by Roger Kimplick, and and in it, he talks about. Uh, meeting disaster, triumph and disaster and meeting and treating both imposters just the same. Yes. And right, based in layman's terms, to the highs and lows, you have to treat them just the same. Yep. Not saying not to celebrate, not to pity party when you need it, but you can't stay there, right? You can't stay in the high and you can't stay in the low. In the low. No. You got to re- rebalance yourself and get to even an even play a sustainable place. Yep. So recently, like I had you in mind as I'm prepping for the show, and I'm like, "Damn!" Before asked me about something recent, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna talk about? That's not re- not about payroll right now. And I think negativity is what has been resonating with me, and negative energies and things yeah, like that. Right? How? other people's negative energies can impact us and i just looked up like negative energy and i found some stuff that said how do i identify negative energy in a person and Mm -hmm. this list has it's a quick list if you don't mind if i can go through it real quick and it basically says how to identify a negative energy in a person the signs one of them one of the, the first one is they find fault with everyone and everything and I have a great saying for that. That's what is it? Someone who find, has a problem for every solution. Yes. yes. It's a negative yes. person. Yeah. Another one is they try to bring you down with them. We all know about that. Misery loves company. Misery loves company. Thank you. The, this one was interesting to me. They tolerate little to no disappointment. Hmm. And I was like, well, what does that mean? I had to, that one, I had to read into it a little bit more. And it says, when someone tolerates little to no disappointment, that's a sign of negative energy. Why, you ask? Yes, I do. Because the only way that they can effectively show how unable they are of letting go of their disappointments is by holding on to them until they affect them so badly that they feel suffocated. This means that constant negative thoughts are weighing down this person's mind. Wow. So it's a very interesting take on negative people. I never realized that they can't handle criticism is another one. They're afraid to take risks. It's another yeah. one. They're quick to label things as bad and are pessimistic. Mm-hmm. They're secretive, but curious. Yeah, you nosy, but you want to know about my shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and I, now that was it. The final words, it was like, wow, you're not able to uh, blah, blah, blah. No, that was it. I, I think that's good because I think, and thank you for sharing that. 
with that, all of us and stuff. I think that we've all been having our own battles in a way, whether that's on the job, internally with ourselves, oh, um, yep. no matter what, everybody's facing pressure. Yep. There's some type of pressure out there and some people handle it differently. But like you said, you have to find a way to get back in that middle zone to where you're like, hey, I'm not too high. I'm not too low. Mm. I am content. I am I, I'm at this place of balance where if something does happen, it's not going to completely throw me off and shut me down forever. Or if something exactly. good happens, I'm not just going to be so elated that I, I lose reality or I, don't, I lose my focus because this one good thing happened and I just let everything else slip. Sometimes yep. you got to take the wins and the losses as lessons. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's They're all lessons. They're yeah. all lessons. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. They're all lessons. When you lose, don't lose the lesson. Mm-hmm. That I take that has been a saving grace for me. That one line. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I've lost so much in my life that I'm just that it, at one point I was just like, what the hell? And that thing, honestly, man, lifesaver, probably that, that, statement when you lose don't mm-hmm. lose the lesson so someone in my life or something i made up if you look at the first letter of each one that's w-a-l wall they say if you don't learn the lessons that's what you're going to run into is it's a wall. good one i like it you know, you know what i'm saying i like so. it that's a good one see wall always coming with the acronyms <laughs> wall what is it? Win and lose lessons. Wins and losses. Wins and losses. Equal lessons. Equal lessons. Got it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, man. That's just so I said you said, you know what? Let me just get out of this and kind of share where I'm at. It's tough, man. It's just work burnout. Life is already it's always a lot, man. It's adulting is tough, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then for us adding on the complexity of doing trying to do more and our own projects on the side and things like that is crazy man oh absolutely absolutely all right man so what is what are we talking about today we are still covering cyber crime folks because we are getting hit internally meaning we're we're always getting threatened we're always getting hit shoot oh man i wanted to talk about we we ain't got yeah i wanted to talk about an example that we are aware of because of our own experience and i don't think it's a security breach it's a very much real and other folks other payroll folks need to be aware of this yeah. so just because of the proliferation of cyber crime and cyber security is such a big conversation i recently was able to interview an anonymous source and got us some really good nuggets like things that are really happening at on a global scale for cybersecurity that does not all this stuff makes the news yeah yes <laughs> and the and matter of fact i got two two anonymous sources one that just reiterates the education part of it but they're both cybersecurity experts mm-hmm. and because of that we can't share name or company that they work for right but they agreed to give me some info give me some tips so, yeah, I mean, we just we got a list of things. Well, we found some articles out there that are covering these dangers and employees mm-hmm. breaches. And the, so, we again, our links to our articles are in the show notes. You can go and read them and at your leisure and read through. We're just summarizing, right? We're just giving you high level stuff. This first one came from redteamsecurity.com or I'm sorry, redteamsecure.com. And basically, they're a cybersecurity firm. It's great when firms put out the information and put yes. out the, they do the work for us. They say, Hey, yes. look, this is why you need us. Right. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them for putting this article together and, you know, we'll go, we'll share these things for you. See like the first, so basically it, they're telling us how and the whys, right. Yes. Yeah. And the first one is, the types of threats and the biggest threats employees and contractors are the main cause of data breaches and insider threats are on the rise. Say that again. (laughs) Employees and contractors are the main causes of data breaches. So that's the internal thing. And it's not all malicious, right? So this is like 71% are inadvertent data breach. 
leaks, data breaches or leaks. Inadvertent, 71%. Inadvertent. Mm -hmm. So this is not malicious, right? Yeah. By the way, these don't add up to 100%. So this is the stuff, bad stuff with statistics. I, they, I didn't tear yeah. it apart. 68% yeah. negligent data breach. Yeah. Again, not malicious, but they are saying 61% are malicious data breaches, willfully yep. causing harm. Yep. And oh. there's little things in parentheses there that they have under each percentage. So the 71%, it says careless user causing accidental breach. Yep. 68% user willfully ignoring policy, mm. but not malicious. Mm. That's borderline for me. If you're ignoring policy, uh, you could car not right. You could argue malicious. Yeah. Well, okay, I get what they're saying. Well, the, the, I the, get the, what the, the intent might not be right. The intent, like, you're not in there negligent. Thinking, you're you're right. Think, yeah, you're not thinking. Oh, I, I don't. I'm gonna I'm get. Yeah, about, I'm gonna give a damn about this company. Like f this company. Whatever. And that's later in the <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah, and then malicious. Malicious is like, you're doing it. You're willfully trying to cause harm. Like, I'm pissed off, and we'll yeah. talk about this a little bit more. But yep. you're, yeah, I'm pissed off and. I want to break some stuff. Yeah, that is whack, man. Another one is privileged users. Well, or the risk rather, right? These are where the risks are. Privileged yeah. users with access to sensitive information are considered the biggest threat, Ooh. followed by the consultants and contractors and regular employees. So that's us, right? That's that, right. That's yeah, super users, payroll people, HR people. HR. Maybe a yeah. few other IT. IT. Yeah. Are usually yeah, yeah. practitioners and administrators. No, and uh, some of those subcategories, like HR, usually benefits usually falls under HR. Our payroll, mm -hmm. those, those different. Cause some companies have just a benefits person or whatever, yep. and anybody who has access to PPI. Yep. And this is why whoever your security administrator is needs to be very diligent about who they let access to. Right? Not yeah. everybody can just have access. A lot of times, companies starting out. Everybody has access and everybody can do everything because it's just all hands on deck and, and oh my gosh, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. yeah, but this, and this is the problem in the digital world. And for me, I think some of the issues could be the third party software or that you use as a company or as a business because it may be good for for business for processing from a standpoint but are their processes or processes secure yep do they have the two-factor do they have different things that can secure that login information or is it just a site that you can just log into and just whatever and there's no protection yep. or do you use a third-party time and attendance system that has socials and stuff like that in it our addresses and phone numbers and stuff like that. Does it have two factor in it? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just the, was it zealous that we covered? Yes. It wasn't zealous. It was a vendor they used to help facilitate the functions that yep. got breached. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. you got to pay attention to that. Perfect. Reasons. So the reasons for this increasing threat include insufficient data strategies, proliferation yes. of devices and access to sensitive data, the movement mm -hmm. of data outside firewalls on mobile yep. devices and the complexity of technology. But I wanted to give some exact am examples here. Um, where are they? So you see all oh, the one under yeah. the understanding yeah. the rest. So why is yeah. the threat on the rise? Haystacks crowd-based research identified several reasons. Insufficient data protection strategies and solutions, like we said, increase of yep. devices with access to sensitive data, increasing number mm -hmm. of devices with access to sensitive data. Yes. So, right. So, so think about it. So as you grow as a company and your team grows, there's potential for more, for greater risk. It's, it's essentially yes. what I, how I'm hearing that. And no, that, and also think about it. When we now we don't have just laptops, we have some folks get phones. What we all have phones, but what yeah. apps are you putting on those phones for work? Yeah, is your phone encrypted and is your phone regulated by the job? So you got to yeah. be careful with what you're putting on that the job doesn't know about that you're putting on your phone. You yeah. know what I mean? 
again, proliferation, I can't speak this word, of sensitive data moving outside the firewall on mobile devices. So again, the things you're putting on these mobile devices, you're moving data around. And as companies get more, oh, we want to be mobile. But what you got to realize is sometimes, and if you ask them, they'll tell you, their mobile technology is not the same as their desktop to desktop technology. Yeah, and basically what proliferation means is like a rapid increase. Increase, in yes. Numbers, a rapid increase in systems. So that means like a rapid increase of sensitive data moving outside the firewall on mobile devices. So you got your, you answering an email on your phone that may not necessarily have some encryption on it, like mm -hmm. you were saying, right? And you, you're sending a Excel, you're forwarding an Excel thing. Yep. Texting, you know, yep. texting stuff is not encrypted. That's why people use WhatsApp because yep. it's end-to-end -end encrypted, right? Yep. Which I just learned, like, why do people use end-to-end well, -end yep. encryption? Yep. Using that, like stuff like that, you use it. Yeah, you're going to text stuff and you're texting. Oh, here's their social. Here's mm -hmm. this. Whoa, hey. <laughs> yep. And the other one, the last one here, increasing use of cloud apps and infrastructure. Ooh. But same thing, right? The just technology expanding and we want to be in the cloud you so. see, and that's my worry like for those companies that use multiple systems like i was saying like so many different things for so many different processes and like you're using so many different systems to try and make your process work and it's just like you're putting yourself at risk. So if you have a really good IT team and you have a really good security team, you should be okay. But you have to understand that you're putting yourself at so much risk by having so many different access points. Because that's what it is, right? Yep. You're giving people other access points to your data. Yep. You're giving those hackers, those scammers access points. So that's what it that's what it means by having this increase in accessibility yep yep exactly right mm. there's, a, there's another note here below those is saying that neg negligent employees and contract our contractors were the number one cause of data breaches with the average cost of damage or theft of it assets and infrastructure now exceeding one million dollars that's what I that's the one i wanted to talk tell us about what two times now, right? Yes. Direct so, deposit. So, Tell yeah, us so about that. There's examples where we've experienced where two different employees had their direct deposit information changed in the system. And one employee knew to notify the school leaders and notify us and stuff. So they caught it. But someone change their direct deposit information and they don't know how they did it and there was an investigation done and once let's say one person was in california whose stuff was changed but the ip address was in was in florida so it's just like wait a minute i'm not in florida i'm in yep. california i haven't been yep. traveling or anything like that yep. that wasn't me yep so we had to do an investigation and the the the, the scary thing is that there was no access point identified to where how that person got that per, into that person's login, whether yep. it was via the app or via the web. Yep. Again, like we said, maybe the app is on their phone. Maybe they access a website or something that was shady, or and that person hacked in and when they and waited for them to log into that app and went in, or they were in a public place yep. and left their information open, and then somebody walked in and got their stuff. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Google has a great service where they tell you, hey, you have this password on multiple sites. Yes. And your information is in the yes. dark web. Yeah. Oh, that's another tip. Yeah. Don't use the same password for each. Don't site. use the same <laughs> password for every and be complicated with the password. Uh -huh. Even if even if you do make it like something that's that nobody could guess. <laughs> yes. Yes. Try to use the Google recommended ones that they yes. make very complicated. Yes. Try to yes. use those. It's yeah. not always convenient. If you have to make your own, make them complex, long, multiple things in it and 
So you can't be password one for your all your passwords. Don't and people do, do this. Do yes. And it's not Don't funny anymore, folks. This is to the tune of $10.5 trillion over the next five years. Are you crazy? Yeah. This, when they say by 2025, it's going to be 2025. Like oh, shoot. Two years. Jeez. I'm, I'm being generous. Yeah. yeah. I'm being generous. And then what was the other one that I wanted to say? Oh, there were some flags in here for this particular threat, this security breach. The person that this person was able to get into their ADP, change their direct deposit information. Now, oh, oh man, I have to circle back to some folks with this because it's making me think of something. I recently came across a company that does not do pre note. Ooh. Okay. Now, mm. currently, we have pre-note. I, my best practice is pre-note, folks. I don't Absolutely. really, and this proves it, right? <laughs> this example proves it. Yes. Okay. Because one of the things that happened in this scenario is that the employee received a live check out of nowhere. And, and now the first per employee didn't catch it in time, or rather... The message didn't get to us in time because there's there that communication chain. Wow. They didn't question it. They didn't question they it. They didn't really. They were just like, oh, they were just like, oh, I just oh, I got paid. Um, oh, I guess everything's see? okay. I'll go back and update oh. my information. And she didn't know. Oh, he didn't oh, know. Didn't. I don't even. He she didn't know. I say she all the time, folks, because I live with a house full of women. So please, I default to she. So don't. Oh, he said she is a girl. Nope, don't. I don't live with um, my son comes every other week, you know, when I have him. But uh, anywho, that was the red flag, right? It goes, there was a lot. Now, the second employee did ring the alarm. Whoa, I got a live check. So we were able to mitigate that. But the yes. first person lost money. We lost yes. money. Well, the company lost it. We made them whole, but the company lost money. So payroll folk, be sensitive to this. Try to if you're being proactive, put out communication about this stuff. Hey, if you get a live check out of nowhere, please immediately reach out to payroll, reach out to HR, emergency, boom, boom, yeah. go into your log into your account profile, go update and check your direct deposit information, ring yeah. all the alarms, log into your info, change your password. Okay. Cause that means you've been breached. Yeah. Change your password D and, and, and delete the app the other yes the app and then reinstall it good one thank you sir good one <laughs> delete the app reinstall it go fresh uh, all that stuff because that is that's your telltale sign right there that somebody changed it something that they tell us to do all the time is to reset your cookies even though so it's, it's a, the convenience of google and our, mm -hmm. our chrome and stuff like that is that it can house it's it can also, keep your passwords and stuff yep. like that, right? Yep. But they tell us all the time to go reset that cache and the cookies. It, it will erase your passwords temporarily, but if you have them all written down somewhere on paper or whatever in your house in a safe place, mm -hmm. then you'll know, okay, oh, this is the password for this site. This is the password for that site. This is the password for this site. Then, And there's other apps that you can use in Chrome. I forget the name of it, but there's an app that will... It's an encrypted app that will house your passwords and keep yes. them there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can use that app. And even though you reset your cookies and stuff like that, it'll still be able to populate your password because there may be multiple systems that you have to log into yep. and use, and you're not going to remember every password yep. off rip like that. Exactly. I remember what I wanted to share back when we were talking about employees and contractors is yeah. the from one of the anonymous sources that I interviewed. Um, they gave me, and I got to say they now so I can protect folks. They gave me a list of things to look out for, what they, what's real, what they're finding, and then, of course, best practice. That These were very interesting. These are examples of how data gets shared, breached, and the internal folks that are negligent or unaware of what they're doing. You know what I mean? 
those first percentages, right? What does it say? 71% are inadvertent and 68% are negligent, right? Uh So some of these fall into that bucket. So one of the examples was somebody sending an Excel file, but they try to hide a tab. Yes. I don't know. So folks, if you're you're good with Excel, you know that you can hide tabs, but it's not some secret in them. You just go unhide them. You know what I mean? But that's how folks are like, trying to pass data out of the company on an Excel Mm -hmm. spreadsheet. It might be like, oh, I'm sending a list of dogs I want to my friend and boom, on the hidden tab is all the information that they want to send. So look out for that. Read This one was very interesting. Reusing an Excel template. So the example here, right? We don't even think about this stuff. What the example here was like, Somebody had a template that was built initially for sensitive information. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they still wanted to use it, but not, it didn't need sensitive information anymore. So they try to clear it out and delete it, but it was still there from what they told me was like, there's a way to just look at that past. And you can look at the ghost and the shadows of the data that was there. You know what uh, I mean? Because I think, that I think there's a way in the version. Ah, Prior to it in Excel. Oh, let me see the yep. historical versions that were used in here. And then all, they can just access that and be like, oh, this person has some PPI information here. Let me go access this stuff because they're yep. using this template that they've already always reused and stuff. Yep. That may be why. I don't yep. know for sure, but just that, a guess. You no, know, that's a good one. Thanks for sharing because I have no, I, I didn't even know. That's mm-hmm. probably one of them. If, and then another one is, this one is interesting because we don't we don't think well we don't think about this as much. The stuff we do for our company is our company's IP. It's their yeah. intellectual property, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you created a report, a presentation, or something like that, and you think, oh, I did this. This is mine. And now in a world where everybody's content creators, right? Everybody's sharing info, yes, and it's a yes. wonderful thing. But at the same time, you have to be mindful of what you're sharing, right? And Mm -hmm. I think that, so again, this was an example of someone who created something that they thought were theirs and they shared it to the public, but it had sensitive data on it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No, you can't do that. Well, you have to be mindful. There's a way to do it, if to do it right. If you can, you have to ask permission. You know what I mean? We run into that now when we ask folks to be on the show, tell us about something. They're, oh, I can't. I asked my boss and I can't come on the show. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, I've had it happen with payroll processing and I've had it happen with legal stuff that we wanted to get into that. And their company they're shut like, them down and was like, yo, you can't go on. The sh- you can't talk about that stuff because it's too sensitive. <laughs> it's cool. Hey, folks, we're trying to get the breaking news for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The on the edge, you know what I mean? Like, we are yeah. going out there and we're getting stuff for y'all. So, anywho, that's one of the things. Another one is false invoices. And this is on the AP side, the accounts payable mm-hmm. side. And yeah. false invoices. People, because think about it. If you're an AP, if you're an AP, if you're an accounts payable professional and you get thousands of invoices, Man, if if, you, if there's no good regulations in there and good checks and balances, you could just be pay and not yep. realize you paid somebody Absolutely. the wrong, the wrong especially, especially if it looks I was just gonna similar, say, similar yep. to what you process and you're like, oh, yeah, this Walter works for my company. I process he, this every week. He, he signed off on the doc for his employee mm-hmm. and and it's to this account. Oh, yeah, this must be normal. Maybe they had something going and stuff like that. You yep. know what I'm saying? Exactly right. Yeah. Another one, another. this is the last one, super interesting was, and I can't imagine it happens often, but definitely in remote job situations, this is something that people are getting other people to do the interview, to nail the interviews for them. Yes, Yes. Yo, how crazy is this? And then if they can avoid video and if they can do it without being on video, then it's amazing. 
holy crap. Oh, um, you, you could give a story like, something's wrong with my camera. I don't know what happened. There you, you know, go. I still talk. Put a picture. Put a yes. fake picture up there. Yes. Even better. Yes. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. I can't. My cam, my bandwidth. That's a great one because something your band, yes. your internet is down. Oh, I can't do it. So mm -hmm. people are doing that and then they get the job and then whatever it's either to get info or they're just going ahead and stealing money really until they mm -hmm. realize that the person can't do the job anymore so that's a it's a this is a type of data breach and kind of fraud scam the right? out, outsource outsourcing the interview <laughs> yeah outsourcing the interview is crazy and that, now it makes me think also most recently my oldest daughter has been a victim of job scams She's newly trying to break into the tech industry, right? She's yep. uh, she's learned coding, and she's ready to go, right? She's ready to find an entry-level job, get in there. Man, no, they're just scamming her on the job. They're trying to get info. They're trying to, oh, wait, go buy this for us and buy gift cards. Folks, look up these job scams. Uh, go look at my post on LinkedIn. I posted yeah. on LinkedIn and our colleagues and friends. Thank you so much for the folks who shared yes. uh, with me on there, some tips, some best practices, some things to do to be proactive about it. But yeah. oh, these scams are crazy and yeah, they're only increasing. I remember like when you told me what happened with, it happened uh, with you, yeah, right? Yeah. The same that happened with me. And it was from one of the big job boards. That's, yeah, I, I was applying yeah. for jobs on one of the big job it's boards. Indeed, I'm gonna call it out. Is it was indeed from my little. What? Why are we? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Be it, careful. It, yeah, it, and it it's was, not, it's it not was, Indeed's fault because no. folks are legitimately these scammers are legitimately putting out what looks like real job ads, yeah. Right? Yeah. and yeah. it's like we said with all this, these hackers, they don't have bureaucracy to deal with, and they have a war chest bigger than most companies. Yeah. So they don't have to go get approvals for anything. They are going out there and intent intentionally being malicious, and they can yep. do whatever they want to get it there. So mm -hmm. we got to be careful on how these things are happening, man. It's yep. crazy. And perfect segue, right? Some of the examples of internal breaches yep. inc include now we got a data breach at Snapchat, City yes. of Calgary, the FDIC. But what I wanted to call out here the examples are FDIC. at Snapchat, it was 700 employees and form, current and former employees information that got leaked out. The city of Calgary, because of their breach, they were being sued for $92 million because of, the breach impacted more than 3,700 employees. Yeah. And, and, and the key word in here is that the city is accused of acting with the most obvious neglect. Oh, wow. Yes. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. The last one, FDIC, 44,000 customers were impacted. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much more serious, how many more examples you need to be. And then the other list, we're going to just read off of it, but we got a list of all the companies that have been breached in the last year. Yes. Wait till yes. we read off that list, guys. Y'all going to be... Yes. And it, it's to scare us all into being proactive, right? Yes. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. What else here? Disgruntled employees is another source. Yes. Hold on. Let me go to the videotape here. These are some examples. There yes. was a former network administrator for the city of San Francisco that held the city systems hostage by refusing to give up the passwords. So think about it. This person was operating in a silo. Oh my God. And, and he had access to all the city's passwords, like the important stuff. This one. So you're telling me that this one Yo, person did everything. The see, gotta have backups, gotta have redundancies and, and for the, some of and this the stuff. Reason, and the reason why is petty to me. The reason why he did is petty. He felt his supervisors were incompetent. <laughs> Yo, that is crazy. <laughs> Another example is a network engineer for an oil and gas company found out that he was going to be fired and sabotaged the company's systems by returning them to the original factory settings. <laughs> Yo, it's, I'm sorry to laugh. It's not funny. 
This is no, not, it's not funny, but it's. Oh. And then the last one is a hospital worker stole forms containing patient information and is thought to have filed fraudulent income tax returns. Oof. Oh my gosh. Think about that. So a person who had a hospital, hospital worker, I don't know the, the whole story behind that. I think it has a link there for each one though, but the hospital worker probably stole forms for people who had probably passed or were bedridden hmm? and they were just like, Oh, this person. Not gonna yeah, be able to do yep. Anything. yep. So let me, yep. They'll be here for a while. I'll use this stuff and file the taxes. Wow. And then rounding that out, it says 66% of respondents for this survey say mm -hmm. that detecting and preventing internal attack is more difficult than external attacks. Ooh. Yep. My 66%, anonymous, 66%, more. 66 more difficult, or rather 66% of the folks that were in surveyed say ah. that it's more difficult. It relates so well to my interview with my source because this person, their whole job is in internal investigations. Their whole job is to look for the internal stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Their whole job. Maybe not the whole thing, but their department, right? Mm -hmm. Is responsible for looking just for internal stuff. This is serious. Again, Absolutely. like we like we said, like we talked about with Keith and Carmen on the last, or actually that's today's, we all feel like payroll and cybersecurity is going to morph into a new role. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, a new role. Be excited. if you. Those of you who are afraid of AI, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my job because of AI. Start reinventing yourself. Start investing in yourself. Go out and take these cybers, some cybersecurity classes. There are a lot of short programs that are affordable and short. I'm sure there are a ton of books and things you can do for free to get to get going if you're interested in this stuff. I'm, I'm sure there's some pretty recognized certifications out there that might be in, inexpensive for you to get. Yep. Google it and see. There might be some certifications out there right now that you can afford and just knock it out and have it under your belt. So as these jobs and payroll, accounting, finance, HR, as they transform yes. Yes. and transition to those, you can be one of the people who are at the forefront of that. What are we saying in one of the shows? 51% of HR leaders are talking about implementing AI in the next 12 months. Yeah. Folks, they're implementing stuff they don't even know how to secure yet. Okay. Because it's cool. Because it's because cool. <laughs> they want to just be, oh my gosh, you want to rush to to be on the leading edge of things. Hey, you got to pay attention to what you're doing first because yeah. that's the easy way to open yourself up for breaches and for errors. Yeah. That's a perfect segue to me. What could an organization do exactly. or what could the professional do yep. to prevent against that? Yep. So a couple of things here is... You can enhance employee training. So the enhancing training will raise their awareness of potential risk and drive behavioral change. Absolutely. So when they say behavioral change, that's that ne negligence, right? So that's, the, yes. that's that sending over the email with all the PPI data. Yep. What, not encrypted or not on a protected drive or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yep. No. Uh, and, and Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the this that is the number one the number one thing I hear from cybersecurity experts and definitely the two folks that I interviewed. The other person is a an executive and the head of cybersecurity at a firm and you know what they tell me? Education, Brian. That's the biggest thing I can tell you to combat this stuff is education. Yep. 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 And then number, another one is making cybersecurity a priority. Yes. By securing your networks, your systems, applications, devices, physical premises, and establishing yep. incident report response yes. processes. Yes. That's a good one. That's mm -hmm. a good one. Establishing incident response processes that's a really good one it makes me think of ray diallo and yeah. 
being transparent. And when he was building Bridgewater, they actually required folks to report errors, not because he wanted to reprimand. He actually reprimanded if you did not report the error, right? Because he wanted everybody to get better from what that person experienced, that we gotta normalize that, man. We're not we're not digging to blame. Oh, I'm I don't want to know because I'm gonna blame you for this. No, we need to know so we can all get better, so we can all be better from it. Which people are so scared of losing their job. Oh, no. Yo, how do you get better if you're not sharing what's going on? Everybody makes mistakes, right? Yes. Everybody makes mistakes. To error is human. We're human. Yeah, to error is human. But you have to remain open and remain teachable. Now, if you're in a you're in an environment, say that again though. Remain what? Teachable. Thank you. If you're in an environment that doesn't allow you to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes and remain teachable, that might not be the best environment nope. for you. It's definitely not. <laughs> mm-hmm. The other one is stay up with industry trends, compliance requirements, global security developments consider partnering with the cybersecurity experts to identify vulnerabilities, receive guidance, and strengthen your security measures. Yeah. So if your IT team is struggling and stuff like that, or you're trying to identify these things, maybe it might be good to hire one of these security firms to come in and take an assessment of your stuff. Yep. I know no, no company wants to create an expense, but you paying for that, may prevent something else that's that's right you know, that's, that's right upstream. look and if you and if you can if you're in a place where you feel comfortable stretching be the per, be the one that leads this charge and mm-hmm. says look folks because there's a lot of things you can do for free education mm-hmm. being number one there's four things we read off three of them say education like the redundancy the theme the run, running theme is education if yes. you it, what I love too, um, when we f- covered it back on, gosh, I think the first time we covered cybersecurity, we were talking, we were talking about how the teams that are most susceptible to these threats need to be double trained, need to be retrained constantly, and yeah. really stay. They need to be like on a training plan for this all the time, yes. and not just like a regular employee who yeah. gets the once a year mandatory cyber training. No, the, these payroll, HR, finance, IT. Your critical support staff needs to be trained all the time, refreshers all the time. Because we even I'm not even in payroll anymore, and I constantly get the email, hey, Brian, I changed my direct deposit. Can you change it for me? And usually, 99% of the time, the email is from some shadymcshaderson.com deal. You know what I mean? So, again, folks, education it's being aware, being pro, being intentional about this stuff is the key, really. It's like all these things, and it all boils down to that. No, absolutely. And I think that's a perfect segue to the last part that we wanted to do. We have this other article that lists mm. the different. I forgot all about it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, for, for those of you that are saying like, oh, you guys have been on the cybersecurity thing. You're not really talking about payroll. If your mind is going there. This is payroll, folks. This, because the data that we have access yes. to. Yes. Is the same data that they're being, that we're discussing in these, uh, these recordings here. Recently. Yeah. Because it's yeah. so important. And once you start to read off some of these names, some of these names are going to sound, are you going to be familiar with? And that's a better way to put it. You're going to be familiar with some of these names that we read off of this list that have had breaches in 2023. Yeah. That you may not even heard of. These are from 2023. Yeah, this is most recent. And it's broken down from the most recent back to the least, like before. And again, go check the link. I'm not going to read everybody. I'm going to read off the companies that I think people will know. American Airlines. Yep. Data breach in June. UPS in Canada. Don't know that one. Reddit, you know, folks are Reddit. Don't know that one. Move, move it in June was the affecting the zealous. The BBC mm-hmm. shout out to Sylvia. She's the one that shot shot that one to us and was like, oh, good, and gave us the solve. But that was big. That was big over yes. overseas. 
Don't know that one. Suzuki. Well, I, mean, I would still mention that one, the healthcare one, because it's one point. Atria. Yeah, Atria Healthcare. Oh, gosh. That's 1.9 million people. They, thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm not even looking at it. I'm just looking at the names. Suzuki. Uh, gosh, what's another one? U.S. government data breach. 237,000 employees. Mm -hmm. Discord. We all, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's jumping to Discord. Mm -hmm. T-Mobile. Back yep. in May. Pizza Hut. KFC. KFC. Yum Brands. That's why I was like, what's their big, that's their company. It's the Yum Brands, but you don't know Yum yes. Brands. You know Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC, though, and that's the Yum Brands. Yep. Back in April. I don't know them. Western what's Digital. It? I don't know if everybody knows that they make like computers and calculators usually stuff like that yeah um, chat gpt back in march data <laughs> leak hello u.s house of representatives good activision i know all the tech people know activision that's a gaming company right mm -hmm. see what i'm saying yeah. at at lassen I, I never know how to pronounce this and i only mention it because if i'm not mistaken they are well, let's read who are they. Atlassian seems to have... Do they say They're who software company. They are so That's what I was going to say. They are a software yep. company. And they'd be like in the background sometimes. So those mm -hmm. are the one of the companies you connect to to do something. Um, Again, Reddit. Oh, gosh. Reddit clearly got hit multiple times this year. Anything else? Well, T-Mobile multiple times. MailChimp. PayPal. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Twitter. Slack. There's another one that some of the listeners may be familiar with. It's we. Who's that? It's a it's a Asian and Hispanic food delivery service. They have 1.1 million customers. Good gosh. Dropbox. Yep. The list goes on and on, folks. I'm just reading off. Chick-fil-A, Twitter. I'm just reading off Nate. You got again. The link is going to be in the show notes. <laughs> PayPal's a big one. Revolt. That may not be huge. That's P. Diddy's thing, Revolt, right? Uh, Rockstar, again, a gaming system. Uber. Slack. Slack. Oh my god. TikTok. Oof. Yeah. God, now I'm going back into 22. Samsung. This is so this is Facebook. Gosh, guys. The list goes on and on. Basically, everything we use on a day-to-day -day is up for grabs. This potential. To Walt's point, are we talking about payroll? Yes, indeed. Yep. We I just saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3 last night, right? We're guardians of payroll data. <laughs> yes. We're the guardians of the payroll data, right? Yes. We're guardians of the payroll universe. Yes. Guardians of the payroll galaxy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So we this is so this is and even Walt can't when we prep for the show, he's like, Brian, I don't know, man. This stuff, I don't know, it's not really. It's not really the stuff that we're getting into with payroll, but it is. And it's so relevant right now because I don't think folks are taking it serious. And it could cost you your job. All right. So payroll folk, please, yes. please be diligent, be proactive. Make sure you've gone on record and spoke about this stuff because yeah. it you don't want to be the one that, oh, you never said anything. Right. I've talked about it on the show. Don't be afraid yes. to go on record, okay? Yes. Do not yes. be afraid to go on record, okay? Because what's the most they're going to say? Oh, no, we can't do that right now. All right. Hey, no problem. You got it in the email, though. Yes, you got it in the email. Even if you have to repeat it a couple of times, hey, yep. just letting you know. Hey, yep. just letting you know. Hey, just letting you know. Just letting you know. Share these articles. Yeah. Share these and share the information. This list right here of people that just got breached, nobody is immune. If you share this list with somebody at your company that doesn't know and is ignorant of things still, mm -hmm. this has got to change the game for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, what else? Even up here it says it says Apple, Meta. Like some of the biggest ones, like Apple is known for their security, mm. but yep. it says they've had cybersecurity attacks. Doesn't mean those attacks now just because just because they've been attacked and they're on right. this list doesn't right. mean they're those attacks were successful. So right. you want to keep point. that in mind, okay? Good so just because we listed out some of the 
those names that you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to just let you know, like, even the big ones, even those companies that are known for their security are getting hit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're getting the PM and anything like that is just, they are getting attacked. I think the biggest thing is you have, as a payroll person, you have opportunity for education, awareness. If you have the ability to get your team on a regular cadence for training, a lot of times they have these companies. You don't even have to have the internal solutions and resources to get the training. There's a lot of companies that you could just go take it, have your class take it, or get a subscription or something. I'm sure LinkedIn Learning has a ton of cyber stuff already. But again, or the folks that put out this article, what was it? Redteamsecure.com. They got the great article. I'm sure they do consulting and many like them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, it all comes down to that. We're going to continue to share the reasons and the whys and the things like that, but it all boils down to education. Yep. Continuing education, being proactive and getting trying to get ahead of this stuff, having a strategy, having uh, annual audits, annual forensic audits and stuff like that. Because once you have been breached, like we've spoken about and from other articles, once you have been breached, now you need to do mm-hmm. a full audit of everybody you use, your whole tech stack, everything that's going on, what's going in and out, who has access, right? So I'm sorry for I get to get worked up. I'm like, oh my God. No, this this is important. This is important. Yeah, man. You, you see, that's the thing in life, right? Going back to the, those lessons that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. It's better to be prepared than to be reactive. It's yep. better to be proactive than to be reactive. So it's better to have these precautions and to think about everything that could potentially happen and protect against that. Yep. Then to then to be then to get hit and then you're like, oh my god, what do we do? Stay ready, so you ain't got to get ready. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man. All right, yeah, man. man. That was it. All right, people. Till next time. Love you guys. Peace. Take care. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to It's About Payroll. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going.